Breaking news about Deshaun Watson. According to Mary Kay Cabot of, of Cleveland.com, Deshaun Watson's legal team and NFLPA are actively talking settlement with the NFL, and a settlement on his suspension could be soon. We'll come back and talk about all of that next. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Make sure you are checking it out. Make sure you're subscribed. Obviously, notifications on, of course. The Barbershop, 92.3 The Fans, Saturday mornings. Uh, several other appearances, catch Barber, uh, catch Garrett hosting the Barbershop on 92.3 The Fan at GBush91, the show itself, at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open, as everybody knows. Appreciate everybody. Makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day, whether it is on your favorite podcast platform or, of course, now on YouTube, well over 2,600 subscribers, you know, over 100 subscribers in the last few days. Um we anticipated this as game action picked up here. I know some of you were maybe hesitant to get to the party. And, and look, you know, Garrett and I, I'll be honest, you know, covering the legal side of this and all of this with Deshaun Watson. Maybe not everybody's cup of tea, but, you know, we're back. We're talking ball here as much as we possibly can. Um, so, you know, that's the direction of the show. That is the basis of the show. That is what the show will B, um, as Garrett mentioned here, and some talks of this yesterday through PFT, um, you know, Pro Football Talk, and of course, now this morning from Mary Kay Cabot. Um, and I think from, you know, Mr. Harvey, you know, and everybody's wondering, you know, why he hasn't given out a decision yet. It took Sue Robinson well over three weeks. And I don't think anybody's going to come in, you know, to this and say that they can outwit a federal judge or be smarter than her in a week. So he's going through every drop of paperwork there is, not reading it once, not reading it twice, and reading it three times. Um, and I think basically what, the way it's it, it, it's trending is because the way Sue Robinson found this, and basically what she said was, yes, here is where Deshaun Watson was wrong. To the NFL, yes, okay, we understand. But according to your policies, players who have had these types of incidents, usually under your scope, have ended up with a six-game suspension. So I think with Mr. Harvey and, you know, whether he's pushing for this or not, I think basically what he's saying is, is you guys got to figure this out yourselves because what she said was basically a ruling under your policies. So if the NFL's issue is their own policy, how do you ask an outside person to come in and justify what's right? You know, you're going to look at this. You're going to look at all the written work. And you're going to base it basically on, okay, well, this was similar to this. This was similar to this. So this is how we found our finding. But the NFL is trying to essentially maybe have it both ways here, trying to change their policy um, for Deshaun Watson, whether it's right, whether it's wrong. Neither one of us are here to judge that. But I think that is the, the kind of the issue here where you have, where maybe Harvey doesn't necessarily want to come in here because he's being asked to do two jobs and also being asked to, and one of the things Gary and I talked about is you're also being asked to, Pretend you're smarter or find something that a 30-year federal judge did not find. Um, the best case scenario is here for the league and Watson 
to figure this out themselves. It, it is. It's probably the quickest resolution. I know the Browns, I think it's not even a question of the time Deshaun Watson is away now. It's just knowing the time that Deshaun Watson is away now. You know, I'm sure they have plans in place, whatever way this is. Um, are there flirtations for another quarterback in case this does go an entire season? We don't know this, but the Browns can't act on any of this without having a definitive number. And I think for the NFL, it's been well over six months now as we sit here on August 17th. He was brought in March 17th. So it has been a long, long time now that this has gone on. It's brought a lot of negativity, negativity to the league, a lot of negativity to the shield, a lot of talk about the league that the NFL doesn't want. As Garrett, they are about to lean in to what is straight money-making time for the NFL. And if we know anything about the NFL, they never want the bottom line affected. The only thing that can stop the NFL right now is the NFL. Um, by far, they're the biggest entertainment group in the world. They're probably, um, by far, the most popular sport. And right now, they're in a, in a golden era in, in terms of the TV deals, how how the interest, the uh, the the cult following that they they have amongst um, many, millions and millions and millions of people all over the world who enjoy watching football. And that being said, the only thing that can stop that is 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 labor disputes. Um, egregious behavior and, and 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 just basically having knee jerk reactions to certain things and not thinking things through. I understand that the NFL wanted to um, be the moral compass and being like, "Hey, we got to make sure that that people understand that we take these allegations of what people are saying are serious," and and, and we get that. But do you really want? To, to, to drag this thing and keep going. Because at this point, it's not Deshaun Watson that's holding it up. It's not the pu- people in the public or the lawyers holding it up. It's the NFL saying, look, this is not enough. We want more than that. And that's cool if you want more than that. But sometimes it's not about what you want. It's about what's best for you. And what's best for them is to say, look, we not only gave it to one arbiter and she came back with a ruling. We sent it to another arbiter he said, look, guys, I kind of agree with the with the first arbiter. Um, I kind of agree with Sue Robinson. Um, I'm a professional. My 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 reputation is on the line here. And if I'm gonna be known for uh, uh as a guy who's going to carry water for Roger Goodell and, and to just basically be come in and be a lackey for whatever they want me to do, that's not advantageous to the my, the rest of my career. I've I'm I, I got a, I got something to uphold here as well. You want to uphold the shield. I'm upholding my, my integrity as well. So he's like, listen, get in the room, figure it out, and both sides come to something because there's nothing – this is this is not worth a labor dispute, right? He's like – he's sitting there thinking to himself, now listen, I can understand if uh, – you, you know, think about it. Henry Ruggs in Las Vegas, he, he killed somebody behind a wheel drunk. Now – if Henry Ruggs was trying to get back into the league and the NFL Players Association was like, nah, six games is, is what we want, I'm sure that the NFL would have all the public sentiment in the world. This is not that case. This is not it. And, and I think Harvey is saying this is not the hill we want to die on to both sides. So I, I'm interested in seeing what the compromise will be. Um, I think more along the lines of, you know, that's why you see Deshaun Watson issue an apology. That's why you see the NFL going around trying to do things with the Dolphins, figuring stuff out with the CTE, racial norming. 
the, everybody's going around cleaning up their closet a little bit so that they can say, okay, well, let's get this thing behind us if we choose to go to a settlement route. And so we don't have this stuff in the public sphere. Here's the difference between the NFL and, you know, other professional sports organizations. You look at Major League Baseball. What is one thing Major League Baseball is looking to do towards next season? Putting in a pitching clock to speed up the game. You think the NFL would ever have to do anything to say, oh, no, how can we increase viewership? The NFL added his 17th game. What league adds more games to their season? The NFL? You want to know what? People watch it, so we'll add it. Um, other things, the NBA, you get to the point in the NBA where you have good teams who go on a road game, have one, maybe six games in a row and say, you want to know what? Our best players aren't even going to play tonight. Don't <laughs> Nobody matter. Ain't even playing. Don't matter. That don't happen in the NFL. This does not happen in the NFL. It is, it is the standard of professional sports. It is a 52 week, 365 day news cycle. This is the NFL. It is the paramount. It is the premium of professional sports. And now you're getting the point where business, and literally when I say business, I mean business, is about to pick up with this new Amazon package on Thursday night, Sunday night football, Monday night football. Business is about literally about to pick up. But the problem is, is you still have a lot of people focused on one team, one player, and an all-field incident. This is... It's not good when you're about to hit peak money-making time. So I think as much as the Browns want a resolution, as much as Deshaun Watson wants a resolution, the NFL understands monetarily there now needs to be a resolution so you can get all your major media, all your local media, talking about one thing and one thing only on field football. We're going to come back here. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd on your latest Lockdown Browns. Denzel Ward spoke yesterday. And if you've been a long-time listener of Lockdown Browns, there is something Denzel Ward volunteered for, basically jumped at the opportunity for, that we have been expressing for Denzel Ward for quite a long time. We'll be back with all that. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, like I said, your latest Locked on Browns. It is almost the start of the NFL season, and I could not be more excited. 22 days away, 25 days away for your Cleveland Browns. And if you were into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. This app is really your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. Expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing your friends. Perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Here's what I love about the app. You go in, you know, look, for the Browns, we're looking at some you know, lower tier players. Who can possibly make this, you know, make this team, make an impact for this team? Martin Emerson, full write-ups on him. Isaiah Thomas, um, you know, Isaiah Thomas, obviously wearing a cast on his hand right now. They got all the insight on that if you need it. The Elias insights help me know that my game strategy is backed by numbers, not just my guesses or intuition. 
Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. With new features available all the time, take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd in the building. We uh, we are with you uh, going starting the football season right now. And uh, like we said, we, the things are going to pick up. Uh, we got a, another game, another preseason game coming up this uh, this weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. You don't want to miss our reaction. You don't want to miss our uh, you know thoughts about that. And you don't want to miss any of our other videos. So what do you do? You go hit that notification bell. You hit the subscribe button. Make sure you get all of the updates coming right to you. And also continue to uh, listen to uh, make us your first listener today, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we're going to be hot and heavy here coming up pretty soon. Uh, season will be upon us before you know it. And you want to keep everything locked because this is your team every day here on Locked on Browns. So, Jeff, we talked about this a little bit before break. Denzel Ward. Uh, is back out there at practice, uh, moving around. It looks like he's going to be leading up to the game. He's going to be uh, on, on pace to get uh, to start week, get week one, and that's what everybody wanted to see. Um, but Denzel Ward uh, brought up a, a very interesting thing, um, brought up the fact that he's always wanted to play some nickel. And I think that comes from the fact that Denzel Ward wants to have the ability, basically he's tapping Joe Woods on the shoulder and say, look, I would like to get that uh, that assignment where, hey, I, if if the best receiver plays in the slot, I can cover him. If the best receiver is to the boundary, I can cover him. If the best receiver is 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 moving all around in different places, I know how to play those positions too. So I think it's more of a thing where he wants to learn every position, the the, the corner uh, positions in, in the three different corners on the field. And the reason he wants to learn that is because it gives him an opportunity to mirror the best receiver. Sometimes your best receiver is not going to be on the outside. Uh, think about what Cooper Cup is able to do. Um, think about what uh, you know some of the, the receivers do to the wide side of the field, opposite a, a trips formation. So Denzel Ward just wants to give himself an opportunity to be able to be a lockdown guy and move all over the field to make plays. So um, you, you look at it, Newsom has played on the outside, uh, A.J. Green, uh, some of those guys, uh, is, as well as Emerson, are bigger corners, and Greedy Williams has is, is been moved around a little bit too. I think basically this just means that the, the Cleveland Browns are going to have a lot of versatility and with the ways they can line up. They, they want to be able to line up and, and run a multiple different things. They want their corners to be playing inside and out, they want their safeties to be in coverage, playing deep, as well as blitzing and possibly being a force player in the box on the run supports. So they want their linebackers to be able to cover like JOK and still be able to get around blocks and make tackles securely. So everything in this offense is more, or excuse me, defense, and Joe was defense is about being versatile, being able to do multiple things, being able to disguise what you're in, and then being able to, to confuse teams and to to affect the game in in a more of a, 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 a I would say a spread effect a, a more of a way to you know be just be effective in different formations different sets and I think Denzel Ward is is excited about doing that Joe Wood Joe Woods I would say his first year and a half here as the Browns defense coordinator was heavily criticized um, as everybody knows I was somebody that was firmly against those criticisms um, it's 
one thing, you know, to, you know, criticize a defensive coordinator, you know, for the way his defense is playing or for what he's exactly calling. It's another thing to realize the man ain't just got the personnel he needs to get it done. You know, last year was a slow start as, you know, had new talent, learning each other, learning how to play with each other. Um, Now you talk about a guy who had an affinity, you know, for defensive backs, and he just basically has an embarrassment of riches right now at the defensive back position. I think you look at this and what Denzel Ward said yesterday about playing, you know, in the slot. Look, everybody lines up in the slot now. It's not necessarily just a question. I mean, there are guys who are primarily slot players, but they're all your good players will line up in the slot as well. So I think what Denzel Ward saying this is, look, if we're playing the Bengals and they got Higgins on the outside and they decide to put Boyd on the outside and, and Jamar Chase goes in the slot, I, I, I want to be there. That's what I want to do. And, you know, the other thing is I want to take away the biggest threat. I'm the veteran of this room. I am the highest paid cornerback of this room. I am the highest paid defensive back. I am the second highest paid defensive player on this team. Put me on the problem. I'm that guy. This is what I'm here for. I have the X on my back. I have no problem doing this. But also you think about this a little bit more logically. What have we said about A.J. Green and Martin Emerson? size. What have we said about Greedy Williams? A little bit more size than Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward. So I think for Denzel, he's also understanding maybe not necessarily an easier assignment because the footwork from some of these top slot wide receivers in the league, the Hunter Renfro's, the Cooper Cup, is just disgusting. These guys are incredible at what they do. But it's also understanding, hey, if I ain't a three-point shooter, I'm not going to stand outside the three-point line. You know what I'm saying? These guys have a calling card. They're bigger. They're longer. They should be able to contest the catch point a little bit better than Denzel Ward can. We know Denzel's capable of it, but maybe it's also of putting these guys in the best position possible for them as opposed to saying, well, I'm me. I ain't budging. I'm not going to be flexible. You all got to go learn how to do something that you don't have. You don't know necessarily how to do or you're not comfortable with it. If you're the star player, that's not the way it works. If you're the star you put the onus on yourself, you put the pressure on yourself, and you try to make everybody else's job easier. Joe Woods, what this is about is basically looking at this and saying, I think I pretty much trust any one of these top seven, eight guys to do anything. Heck, I don't care if I put Grant Elpit out there for a rep against a wide receiver one-on-one. Kid can handle it. You know what? If I put Denzel Ward on a slot receiver, who's going to say necessarily he is covering slot receiver? I can take maybe my fastest defensive back and say, man, you better make it look like you're on him like glue. But once that ball is snapped, go get the quarterback. Ain't nobody going to be looking for it. Everyone's going to say, oh, wow, Ward's in the slot. Ward's in the slot. Oh, crap. Ward blitzed. And guess what? The guy in the slot ran an outright. You have a, you have, you have uh, linebackers and Anthony Walker, uh, Jeremiah Usukormo, Jacob Phillips. We've talked about what these guys excel in. They're fast. Legit fast players. So guess what? If it's a slot receiver, run a short route, but you got a blitzing nickel in your face, Maybe you're not going to get to him. Even if you do, there's a good chance that these guys covered that out route. It's just about having the personnel and understanding you can deviate from the norm. You can mix it up because the key to the NFL, as we know, is people sitting down, dissecting film. This is what you do in this scenario. But if you get to the point where, you know what? All right, we've watched this scenario 12 times over the last two games. He's shown nine different coverages. 10 different coverages. There were some blitzes involved. Oh, guess what? The linebacker didn't even take the slot guy. Grant Delpit jumped up and took him. John Johnson took him. Ronnie Harrison took him. So you want my best, you know, you're telling your offense coordinator what do they normally do in this scenario? I don't know. 
Because right now, they did 9 out of 12 different things in this scenario the last time it showed up on film. So you know, for the Browns, this is – A, number one, you want to hear Denzel Ward talk like this. You need your stars to talk like stars. And saying, hey – and he did specifically mention, if that's where the threat is, I'm on it. Yep. And that's what you got to do as a star player. You need to understand that all the focus should on, be on you, and you need to take as much of it as you possibly can and help your teammates out. And I think that is probably a number one, him going to the slot makes a ton of sense. If you feel that's the need at any given time, but number two, and this is one thing we've talked about this team, even with the issues, you know, that we're hearing with Deshaun Watson, da, 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 we're waiting for all this to come down is there are a lot of leaders on this team. Some of them, not very vocal, Nick Chubb example, Amari Cooper example, but there is a lot of leadership and from that leadership, there's a lot of focus on what is the best thing to do for your team and for your teammates. Everybody fitting in, everybody um, being comfortable in, in, in being asked to do something. And if you're comfortable with the position and you know what the expectations are, you can you can move in a different way and, and know that, listen, anything they ask me to do, I got faith in it. Whatever it's called, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to play fast because I know where, I, where I'm supposed to be at. We're going to get to a little bit more here. Browns wide receiver room um, today, Wednesday. Browns are off today. Joint practices with the Eagles Thursday, Friday. A little pregame on Saturday. The Browns Eagles kick it off Sunday, one o'clock. It's a big four day stretch for the young Browns wide receivers. As we're starting to see some cuts now, you see some wide receivers being mentioned. These boys got to step up. We're getting a little more in depth with it here. Just a second, Garrett Bush, Jeff Floyd, your latest locked on Browns. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find the reviews and news of every league, including MLB, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resources for all your sports wagering information. For live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Browns Podcast. G Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Uh, listen, if you're wondering, make sure you're going to get our instant reaction a second that the, we get to Deshaun Watson news. We'll be able to, you know, kind of put the bat signal out there. We'll get Jeff on. You'll, you'll get me on. We'll be able to also, uh, you know, you'll get some of that breaking news if it does break during the day. But you um, will definitely get me and Jeff's commentary on that the second or, or at least in that same time frame during the day when the Deshaun Watson news drops. We'll come on and break that down for you. Hopefully we get a decision soon here so we can just continue to move on and get to the season and talk about what these Browns are going to do X's and O's wise. And I thought that was brilliant what Jeff said. This is what the show is about. Um, you know, we there's opinion. It's a time for opinion. And then there's a time for 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 analysis. And so this is a, 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 a channel that is dedicated to analysis. So make sure you support it and make sure you subscribe to the channel and continue to digest Locked on Browns podcast. We got to Deshaun Watson a little bit. Um, looks like they're, they're working on a settlement with the league. Uh, at, at ne next segment, we talked about Denzel Ward and some of the things that he is able to do um, and, and the, the versatility of the defense of Joe Woods. And then now let's get to this. Um, we've been um, critical of Anthony Schwartz, and I think a lot of people are, um, have been. And, and he spoke the other day, and he talked about, you know, not having any excuses for dropping the football. He said, you know, I just got to get the ball first. If I, can I can't run without, you know, tucking that thing away and completing the catch first. 
So he spoke. It was great to see that he had a bounce back week. And we were talking about it before, Jeff. Um, we we want to see something within the next couple of days, especially when we talk about going into Thursday uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles in the in the uh, in, in the joint practices. We we supposed to be hearing, hey man, Donovan Peoples Jones looked good. Anthony Schwartz had a nice catch over you know some some of the you know some of the Eagles DBs seven on seven. Oh, David and Joku, he looked he looked like he was a really a mismatch in the red zone. We uh, uh, David Bell. He, uh, you know, he's catching the ball, made a nice run after catch. Um, you know, he he looks like he's having a good time and having an opportunity to get off the line of scrimmage. These are the things that we want to hear coming out of camp, because if you don't, something is amiss. That means the Cleveland Browns at this point aren't are getting the production level, and you might have to start looking other, elsewhere. You might have to start looking at a guy like Marcus Demarcus Robinson, you might, or guys that are getting cut. You might have to kind of kick the tires on some people if you don't start seeing your receivers, your young receivers, able to live up to the standards and start to show those signs. You need signs of life. And, and yesterday, for Anthony Schwartz, was one of his best day of practice. Jacoby Brissett threw him a really nice ball, called it over the shoulder, basket catch. He was excited. You could kind of see that emotion. Um, and he was fired up. I thought by far he had his best practice. And, uh, you know, that's how it is with young players. They're going to have ups and downs. Um, but it's all about going back to them, making them feel comfortable and getting it going. Your thoughts, Jeff? Look, the time is now for the Browns' young wide receivers, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, and, of course, David Bell. Um, over the next 96 hours between Thursday to 4 o'clock on Sunday, the Browns are going to have to ultimately make a decision. Have we seen what we needed to see from the kids or do we got to go out and get some veteran help? A guy like Demarcus Robinson cut yesterday from the Raiders has a reputation as a solid blocker, which is something the Browns have valued under this current regime. Um, you know, we started this, you know, in 2020, you don't block, don't worry about the rock because it ain't coming your way. Cause he ain't going to be on the field. We're a running team first. So if you ain't going to block, don't worry about it. Cause you certainly aren't going to get any opportunities uh, you know, through the passing game. So a guy like Demarcus Robinson, could be a name that ends up coming in here. This could be something the Browns maybe pursue even before this week kicks off. We'll see how that part of it plays off. Um, but for Anthony Schwartz, the thing is, and in sports, you get caught up in your head. One negative usually leads to another, usually leads to another. And you know, even in the simplistic form, I mean, if you're supposed to look at this and you take this back to youth league coaching, high school coaching, Anthony, you're doing everything right. But the easiest part, which is catching the ball. You were running your route correctly. You were creating separation. You were getting open. Only part you got to do is actually catch the ball. Like that is the easiest part. And, you know, obviously he's been struggling with that. And to his credit, Anthony has not run away from it. You know, we've certainly seen players in the past here, you know, where this would have turned into a negative thing, you know, where you have reporters asking you about bad play and you get, you know, reporters get zung or you get players who become hostile over this type of thing. Anthony to his own credit. And even I'm pretty sure this is in my own head and it happens with anything, you know, like everybody, you know, how many times did you say by nine 15, that's it. This day's in the crapper. You know what I'm saying? You've already mentally been beat. It doesn't, you know, happens in all walks of life. Um, David Bell, 
a little different with David Bell because we really haven't gotten him going yet. Uh, you after some missed time, but you know, there's a lot of thoughts here. David Bell can be, you know, a, a I don't know if I want to say significant, but a big piece of what this Browns passing game can do this year. And here's the other thing. The Browns on paper going into the season, as it is currently constructed, have the third lowest salary cap allotment to the wide receiver position. Now we all understand almost all of that is going to Amari Cooper, but the next biggest chunk of that is to Jakeem Grant. Well, Jakeem Grant ain't going to help. He's on injured reserve. He's gone for the season. So these young kids and the Browns attempt to make this room cheap for this season. It's a great thought process. It's a great idea, but it's got to come to fruition. And the Browns are going to need to know, you know, by Sunday, there'll be another big cut down day after the weekend. And, I'm not saying the Browns are going to say to one of these guys, you know, time here is over, but they're going to say, look, we're going to bring in somebody. We know who can do it. If you can get there and be a part of it, that's great. But for these three guys, you know, your opportunity is here over this next 96 hours. And Anthony Schwartz, you need to string together more positives like came out of yesterday. Um, And again, you're doing everything right. But the simplest thing that you're asked to do as a wide receiver, let's see how it works out because Anthony Schwartz and his speed is something that nobody else on this team can duplicate. He's just got to be able to learn to translate it into some success. Beautifully said. We need that speed. We need to find a way to get this guy the ball because the Browns need chunk plays. That's one thing that was missing last year with Jarvis Landry, Hollywood Higgins. We could not get chunk plays. We need to get big plays. And in some way, you need to stress this field. He's a big part of that. No question. And this has been this that has been an issue since the entire Stefanski you know, era, you know, 20 years, you know, for two, two years now, since 2020. And we talked about it with, you know, in some of the positives and negatives in Mayfield. It is hard to be, you know, a perfect quarterback when you're playing within a 20 yard box. Browns need to start, you know, opening up this field and being a 35, 50 yard team where people can you know be concerned about any single player at any single point in the field. It's going to be huge. And you know, you're able to hit some of those plays. Guess what? You think Nick Chubb is a bad man now. Imagine Nick Chubb when safety's got to start being 12 yards off the line of scrimmage because they are worried about the deep, deep passing game. He is Garrett Bush, ultimately the sports show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, notifications on, of course, get all the info from the crew over there. Uh, plenty of folks in there today. Coach Callie Brownson going to be in there today. Um, I know there's some rumblings of a big major guest coming in Friday, so we'll see how that all plays out. Make sure you're watching the show, of course. 92.3, the fans, the barbershop, Saturday morning. Uh, certainly other opportunities to get to the barbershop on 92.3, the fan. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at F underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open, as everybody knows. Appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen every single day, whether it is on your favorite podcast app or, of course, now on YouTube. Over 2,600 subscribers. Numbers continue to grow. We could not be more thankful, but certainly not satisfied. Make sure you subscribe. Notifications on so all the latest content comes to you immediately. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.